This is Together 24-7, episode 31. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, Welcome to another and how episode to balance of together both without driving each other crazy. I am your co-host your host, and genius, Barry, Barry Cohen. Catherine Cohen. Showing how you can I be business your partners with your sweetheart super and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married again. since 1996. I did. Uh, which one of us is the super genius? Me? To talk which about one of us is the super genius? What happens when your computer breaks? Oh, you're the computer super genius. I'm the all other aspects of life super genius. I'm really disliking you right now. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to our show, folks. Catherine, tell us who our guests are. Well, and, you... well before you do that, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. Jeez. Oh, so if any, if everybody hasn't disconnected now and gone on to the next podcast, our guests today are Lori and Alan Eisenstadt. And uh, Lori and Alan's business is all about breastfeeding. We'll get into where Alan fits into the business in a minute. So I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. Don't, don't pat. Yeah. You're excited to hear about how Alan's breastfeeding everybody. Yes. So Lori's a lactation consultant, um, has been for a number of years and uh, and for those of you who don't know, and I know this because, as you know, my sister Lucille was a lactation consultant. She's the annoying type, though. She, she well, yeah, she's she's the annoying type. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, anyway, so uh, that is the person that um, helps new moms out when they uh, are when they decide that they want to uh, nurse their children when they want to breastfeed, and that is what uh, what Lori has done for a number of years. Before that, she had a childbirth education class, and she was a birth doula. So she moved to Arizona, taught classes in local hospitals, became a lactation consultant, worked in private- That's board certified. Board certified lactation consultant. Come on, consultant. get it right. I know, I know. And then she started up her own private practice seven years ago. And just a few, well, I'm going to guess that it was a few months ago. You guys launched two weeks ago, you said, but um, you now have, Lori, a podcast on, I'm guessing, breastfeeding? I do. Okay. And so where does Alan fit in all this? Well, I'm the tech person that stands behind Lori to make sure everything is working properly. Excellent. Excellent. So so guys and gals out there, our, our dear listening audience, that's how Alan is involved in, in the company All About Breastfeeding. So women, find a geek. And latch on to him. Yeah, latch on. That's a good, that's a good breastfeeding. <laughs> oh, it's a good, it's a good oh, yeah. high, five. high five. That is. That is. <laughs> Very funny. See, I know these things, and and the rest of the audience is shaking their heads. I think they're vomiting a little bit. <laughs> I think they're vomiting a little bit. So um, just a little, <laughs> just a little. And and Alan, you are the district executive for Boy Scouts of America over in Medford, Long Island. So you guys are from Massapequa originally. You've been here seventeen years, so you're natives. Um, Massapequa, for our audience, where's Massapequa? Massapequa is on Long Island. New York. Long Island, New York. On the, on the um, South Nassau Rail. County. Nassau, Nassau County. So it's Massapequa, Massapequa Park, Amityville, Copake, Lindenhurst, and Babylon. You change you, trains at Babylon if you want to go on to Montauk. Not you got that I, it. Not that yeah, I took oh, the Long Island Railroad for a lot of years, but I took the Long Island Railroad for a lot of years. 
And I so was going to ask you if you could imitate the conductor. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's a certain way to go about doing that, you know. That's it. That's it. And uh, and I started on the Long Island Railroad when they had smoking cars on the railroad. Didn't they have a bar car, too? They, well, the bar car was the smoking car. Okay. So that's how long ago it was. So let, getting getting back to our guests. So, Alan, you are the techie guy. You are A-plus certified MCSE. Join the club. That's, yep, Barry, right. too. So you worked in the tech field for 12 years, and you started your entrepreneurial journey like 20 minutes ago with Lori. Approximately. Approximately, <laughs> with her online business. Well, it's very interesting, um, my start, because I was one of those guys who you go to school, you take classes, you get a job, and you punch in the clock every day. And I kind of did that when I came to Arizona and uh, did that for a long time. Um, but then it became of recent time became pretty much aware of the fact that I was very vulnerable to the person making the decision whether I had a job or not. And it kind of hit me square in the gut uh, about eight or nine months ago when I got laid off and uh, going for interviews. And I've been on a lot of them. It uh, kind of startled me into realizing that uh, I'm leaving it up to somebody else. Yep. And now Lori had her own business. I had, of course, helped her with her website and did some of the techie work and QuickBooks, et cetera. Um, but I was always the person going to the job, working for somebody else. Um, but this really uh, hit me pretty hard, uh, actually, and changed my mind about where I wanted to do and what I wanted to do. And since Lori was getting into this spirit of wanting to uh, launch an online business uh, from way from what she was normally doing, and she can tell you a little bit more about that process, um, I decided I was going to get involved in that too. And so jumping hand and foot, it no longer became her business, but became my business too. So it's our business working together on this launch. Working together. So after being together for 36 years and being married for 35 years, you have finally decided to jump into the whole business thing with your wife. You guys have three kids and they're all adults, all out of the house. One is in med school. Very nice. Very nice. Well, wait, we have to ask the question. Are you grandparents yet? No. no. <laughs> it's right there on the bio, folks, but people but Barry wanted to hear that. No. <laughs> I literally had that on my website too. I'm like I have three questions that I'm always asked, and one of the three is are you grandparents yet? I think not only that they're adults, two of the daughters are married, but also just being a lactation consultant, people just assume that you have I don't know, goes hand in hand with having grandkids. So yeah, so I whine a lot and say no, I don't, and there's none, none in my near future either. Nothing's happening. Do you do you mind if I just say something here? Go ahead. Good. Okay. So, Alicia, Jesse, and Carly, get on the ball. Let's go. Mom <laughs> wants to be a grandma. Your biological clocks are ticking. Je- Je- Jesse's in med school. We don't want Jesse doing anything until Jesse's out of med school. That's kind of sort of right. That's yeah. what we tell him. Yeah. Okay, Just, well, Jesse's in med school. You, you got the other two. What are they waiting on? Yeah. Well, and, and Jesse isn't married yet. Yeah. And Alicia just, and Carly are married. So we are like, yeah, get on the ball. Come yeah. on, kids. Let's do it. Because you know they're listening to this. Yes, they have they to. They from us all the time, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm very, very sure. So the the kids are not at home. We know that. Do they're, 
do they work with you at all? Do the girls work with you at all? Or did they growing up? Did, you know, were they aware? I would, I would think Jesse, not so much, although he's in med school now. So it's more The technical. picture's running through my head at this point. I'm sorry. Come on, go for it, Barry. Oh. What, what are you, what are you thinking? Jesse at like 10 years old. You're <laughs> horrible. Going to work with mom. <laughs> Go to, go to work with mommy day. I'm dying. <laughs> well, I do. I do have a, a bunch of funny stories to tell about that. But, you know, I started off as a childbirth educator and then a birth doula. So I used to teach childbirth classes in my home. So when you want to ask about, you know, the kids, were they aware of what we were doing and et cetera? I think I'll, it, it, I think I'll let Alan tell a funny story about what used to happen in my household when I used to have childbirth classes. Now is the time, Alan. Let's hear the story. Right. So I was sitting in with the, in the other room with Alicia as a very young girl, and we would sit on the couch while mom was teaching class in the other room, and she would play these videos of parents uh, expecting, and it would be the same litany, and at the same spots, Alicia and I would be in the other room cracking up because we'd hear the same stories week after week after week. <laughs> And the same woman laboring and, right. and, all, and all the laboring sounds. So that's what my kids remember of their childhood that's, of that's listening true. to that. Were these and the same films we had to, had to see in health class back in high school? Uh, these are a lot more, lot more uh, detailed, oh. a lot more vocalization and a lot more detailed. And so they would sit in the room on the couch and he'd be reading books to them while I'd be showing these videos with women in labor. So the kids have a lot of, Good memories with that. But one, one, a funny story with Jesse is that when I was studying to become a lactation consultant, I would need to look at pictures on, on the screen and, and diagnose whatever I, whatever it was I saw. And one day, Jesse, as a young boy, he was probably about 11 or 12, and he walked past and he saw a picture of uh, a, 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 boo, a pretty big boo-boo on a, on a boob. And he was like, Ew! He's like, can't you shut that off? And so, so he also has a memory of that. So they have some some random memories that are pretty funny. Oh, so you, you traumatize them. We also, tra- at this point, because he's in med school, Lori and him have conversations at, at every opportunity, and she is constantly quizzing him about certain things in as a like pediatrician would be. And he does not want to become a pediatrician, which of course we want him to, so it could naturally be business. Right. But he doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Would (laughs) be good. But yeah, they don't um I, I know from conversations with my sister, they absolutely do not teach anything really about nursing or uh real, you know, real natural childbirth or anything like that. That's why you're going to the childbirth classes. That's why you've got to have a lactation consultant. So uh, it's pretty interesting that, uh, that there's, Jesse is steering away from being a pediatrician. (laughs) Well, the funny thing though, is the girls, maybe if they ever have kids, they'll have an interest, but they really, they've grown up around it. They hear what I do, but they really don't have much of an interest. But Jesse, when he was in 11th grade, he started to get into healthcare and medicine. And he was the one at that point at 17 and 18, he was very interested in the work that I was doing. And so at this point, a lot of the questions he he was just, he asked, and he's pretty much self-taught and he knows so much more about lactation than the girls will ever know. 
And he, he really, it's not something he ever wants to do, but he just has an interest in medicine and science. So he actually knows quite a bit. So it's fun. So the trauma paid off. So the trauma paid the tra- off. <laughs> the trauma paid off. Exactly. So um, obviously with your, with the bot, with the business, with your podcast, uh, just to get back on track here a little bit, uh, we, we know Lori that you are the voice um, and the brains and Alan is the techie. Is there any sort of overlap in, in what you do with, with the podcast? Yes, there is. Uh, Alan does a lot of the social media. So with my own private practice business, a big part what Alan did was the financial stuff and the techie stuff in my private consulting business. And that's really all he did. And now that we're working together in the online business and my podcast, I have turned over a bulk of the social media stuff to him. And so he is self-taught in all of the, the the Facebook and the Twitter, and he's learning Instagram and Pinterest. And of course, now it's funny because he's looking for pictures with moms and babies and boobs and pregnancy, and he's looking for quotes and sayings. So I still, there, there are fun things that like he'll do something. I, I have to try and think about something now, but that that is a big part of his department now. But then I'll see him like he'll have a quote, something about like uh, it's like so enjoyable to breastfeed my baby. But then I'll look and it'll be a picture of a pregnant mom and I'll be like, that doesn't really go. And then he'll get annoyed. <laughs> so we have those kinds of things that overlap in a funny way. Sure. Now, you, you mentioned your online business. Is there something aside from the podcast that you're doing online? Yes, I am in the process of developing several webinars. One is a, a breastfeeding, an online virtual breastfeeding class. Oh, fantastic. So I'm in the process of developing that. So I, my, what I, my goal is to move from a private uh, in-house, in-office lactation consulting business where I see one mom at a time to move to an online business with the podcast and the first, the first product is a breastfeeding class and then go on from there and slowly transition from a day-to-day seeing one mom at a time to moving away from that and totally to an online business. So I have a lot of things in the works, different classes on things like babies with special needs in breastfeeding and various other classes like that that I'm in the process of developing. Well, great. Hopefully we'll be seeing them launched real soon. Yes. And- Tell us now, and I think I want to hear this from Alan, just because, what was your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement or fight, and how did you work through it? Um, I think that the biggest disagreement we have is I have my ideas of what I want to see on the website and how I want it built, and the colors and the placement, and of course, sometimes in the techie, uh, you, you like to be a little fancy. And, you know, Lori has some major disagreement with me about certain things. And then we start to argue about it. And then or and I think this is probably the biggest. Can't you do this? And I'm saying, well, if I built it from scratch, I probably could. But I'm using a WordPress backdrop and it does have a little bit of limitations. So and then, of course, she starts to argue and say that. Well, I can't understand it. Today's tech world, why can't it do that? And then, you know, you have, as you know, as a tech person, sometimes when you're, you have some limitations, you know, that you're stuck. So you have to work around it as best you can. And then in the end, do you actually find a way to do it? 
Um, yes. <laughs> and, and that's the funny thing, because Lori will say, I know you. You'll sit down and you'll scratch your head and then you'll figure it out and make it work. <laughs> and then I have to say, you're right. I think we married the same woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cut from the same cloth, as they say. <laughs> so so now with these with these types of disagreements and arguments, do they carry over into your personal life? Uh, well, we work a lot together, so it can't help but bleed over. And, of course, there's a lot of things going on with the family sometimes. There's a lot of stresses, and sometimes it will bleed over. But we try not to. Uh, when we're at a family dinner, we don't really talk business. Uh, when we're sitting down for dinner, we might, because actually that's a chance for us to reconnect, because uh, we're each doing separate things. So that's fine, uh, as long as we don't get into too much of an argument about it. But <laughs> You know, that can happen occasionally because, remember, it's a brand new business. So we're still not out of that phase of struggling, trying to get things launched. Sure. Uh, I, I will say, though, that uh, and Lori will agree with this. Uh, since we've launched the podcast already, a lot of the stress that we were having prior to that uh, has dissipated. We had a lot of stress about getting this thing launched. And and Laurie, how long did it take you from the time you decided you wanted to do a podcast till you actually launched? Well, the first thing I want to say is, Alan, that was an interesting choice of words. It bleeds over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not talking about the wounds on my head. Well, I thought maybe you were. I thought you were going to share a little too much. <laughs> I... My joke is that it and it truly did take nine months from the beginning of the thought process until the day we launched. So, <laughs> so, so that you, was so you my birthed joke. It? I said, Yeah, basically I birthed it and I said I could I could have had a baby and maybe I should have had a baby instead some days. I don't know. <laughs> no, you want a grandchild. That's right, Barry. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> we gotta bring it back around full circle. <laughs> so so how did you actually resolve any of these issues now the disagreements obviously you know alan you gave in and figured out a way to do it but was there any actual con uh conversation any thought how you how you got any through steps it? that you guys are starting to put into place especially now that the the podcast is launched and you're starting to do the webinars and things like that. Are you guys putting in any steps to say, okay, this is how we're going to fight. This isn't how we're going to fight. Um, or do you just throw caution to the wind? You want to say, Alan? No, you can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, we, we, we have done several things and it's a start and stop with some of the various tools, computer software tools that we've used to try and help us get organized. One of our favorite things is that for me anyway, is to keep it as simple as possible. So I love using Evernote. So about three or four months into the nine months, Alan said, Hey, let's try this. And now that I'm doing Evernote, I just put everything in there and he has to put everything in there. So that's a lot of the, that stops a lot of the, he said, she said, and no, I didn't. And yes, you did. It's like, if it's not an Evernote, then, then nobody said that they were going to do it. So Evernote has really been our savings grace. And that has helped us with the process because what we've started, to, what we started to implement several months ago is every single little baby thing that we do goes in Evernote and every single little boo-boo that we make and how we fixed it, it goes in Evernote. And so it's like this one big brain dump. But if you're familiar with Evernote, 
it, you can have notebooks and notes. So it's in categories, but there are t- it's not necessarily dated or anything, but we had just have this long list. And one of these days we'll either do it or have someone else do it and put it in a whole organized fashion. But we often think that, you know, if we were to ever do another podcast or something, we have a lot of the, the land already laid out for us. And also if, and when we have someone help us, it'll be in there in a way that we can then write up a manual or something. So that's pretty, pretty basic. I mean, we're pretty basic. Alan, you know, Al also, because he's a techie person may want to do some things that are more complicated, but the more complicated you give me, the more I'm going to screw it up or not use it. So Evernote has worked out really great. What do you say, Alan? I totally agree. And uh, in addition, we've also put together a uh, sort of a vision board where we write, these are the things we're going to, we're doing, and we slowly cross off them from our list as we get them done. That's an, that's an interesting one. I, I like that. I like the idea that you've got that Evernote and um, for our listeners and many of, many of our listeners are considering going into business with their spouse or they've just launched a business with their spouse, you know, in that first year, two years. And you got to lay out the ground rules. And if you don't lay them out ahead of time, I think, you know, it's never too late to start finding things to lay out the ground rules. And I agree with you, Lori, simple is, is better for me. Like Alan and Barry could sit there and do the most complicated, this, that, and the other thing. And if it, if it isn't simple and it isn't easy for me to do, and I don't have to jump through hoops to do it, I won't do it. You know, if I, if I've got to go crazy, I won't do it. So I totally agree with you on that. And I like the way you, Everything is in Evernote. Nobody's yes. nobody's leaving anything to to chance or to memory. And um, I'm I'm just going to take a wild stab here. And you know, you guys are married thirty five years. You know, you've so you're not among the um, what is it the millennial generation. No. We, we've we've been around the looking down at your phone generation. The looking down at your phone generation. Yeah. So um, the the readers generation. So. You know, it does help a lot uh, when you've written everything down instead of trying to commit anything to memory, because that does not work after a certain after a certain time in your life. To our younger listeners, the memory committing thing does not work anymore. Write it oh, down. Yeah. Use a calendar. Yep. Oh yeah. That's yeah. It. And the other thing is, you know, Alan tries to show me how to use some of the other basic programs, and it's like it's just like he, he explains it to me. It's just like picture. It's like a file cabinet, and you're opening folders, and I'm like, I I just I forget which folder I put things in. So in Evernote, it's just, the title is right there. The other thing that I just wanted to say quickly, I, I think Alan mentioned it. I'm also a very visual person, so for the things that are most that are coming up and that we work on on a daily basis. I did take one of those whiteboards and then I, first I put magic markers on it, but then someone gave me in one of my groups, someone gave me this great idea. So I have sticky notes. So we, I had a column that says needs to be done, half done and done. And so I, I write whatever a whole list of 20 things that we're working on and they go in a column. And when they're done, when it's half done, I move it to half done. And then when it's done, I move it to the column that says done. And it makes me feel really good to see all those sticky notes in the done column. Wow, you're way more organized than we are. Yeah, that's, And that's- let me uh, add to that because um, I like to write things down, even though I'm a techie person and I might use Notepad, et cetera, or Notepad++. Plus uh, Plus. But I do like to write them in notebooks. And I just – every day I, I make a list of the things I need to do. And, of course, we're guys – so what do we love to do? 
We love to cross things off because we can get that hit uh, and enjoy that. Hey, we did this. So I got a notebook full of crossed out things of, of things that I have done for the day. And then at the end of the day, we can then look at it and say, this is what we got done today. That accomplishment, um, it, it, that being able to look and knowing that you have a sense of accomplishment is huge because if you don't do that, sometimes you, or if you don't bother to look at that, you end the day and you go, well, what the heck did I do today? I feel useless until you look at that list that you crossed everything off and you go, oh yeah, I got all of this stuff done. So that's pretty cool. I, I like your systems. I like them a lot. Absolutely. And in fact, if you think of it this way, if I do one thing today and then one thing tomorrow, by the end of the week, I've done seven things. And at the end of the month, I've done 30 new things and just keeps going on like that. Yep. Well, that's if you work on weekends. I try not to. So tell us uh, on the flip side of your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement and working through it, what are some of the joys, especially you, Alan, now that you're you're recently working with your wife, that you guys are experiencing being together 24-7? I really like my wife a lot. <laughs> I love my wife and I love being with her and I love doing the things together. And of course, having worked in the outside world for so long and being away from home, you know, we shared two, we had two different lives and I missed part of the lives with my kids because I was working in another business. And so now being together, we get to share this uh, together as we're moving along. And of course, you have to consider the the accomplishment of finally getting this podcast off the ground. And we are just uh, so jazzed up about it because it's just exciting um, getting it done. And what are some of the things that you guys now are doing to separate family time from business time? I guess without the kids in the house, I mean, we don't have kids. So I think it bleeds over a little bit more for us, family time and business time, because you don't have to stop and take care of the kids. And, um, no, now we have to stop and take care of the cats and those chickens and the new chickens. Right. But, um, <laughs> since, since Alicia and Carly have yet to give you grandchildren that you need to stop and take care of, how do you, oh, uh, they're going to kill us. They're going to hunt us down and hurt us. Um, how do you guys seriously, how do you separate, um, the business time from your just us personal time? We actually, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to say that we do better with that, but. It's just all the time, anytime. And then if someone just doesn't want to talk about it, then we just say, you know what? I don't feel like talking about that right now. And the kids, you know, the girls uh, live fairly close. So Alicia's getting her master's. So she's coming over two or three nights a week and Alan's tutoring her in something math related. Carly and her husband, you know, so they, they come over, they spend some weekend time, some evening time. So, uh, you know, so we still see them. They're very much in our life. Jesse, we FaceTime him two or three times a week for an hour or so. And in addition to phone calls and et cetera. But um, as far as that, we, we really don't have any clear cut ways. It's just, it's just really like we feel like talking about it or we don't. And there is sometimes I'm chasing him back up the stairs because he's done talking about something and I'm not. And so he wants to be done. <laughs> that is the problem with living in the same house. Like you just don't slide the card and leave the office. Like he doesn't get to leave the office. And if I'm on it about something, I'm following him up the stairs into the bedroom because I need to get it out of my system. And put it on somebody else's plate. But sometimes just getting it out of your system works. Yes. And most times, if one, most times, if one says, I don't want to talk about this, then 
uh, Alan will not talk about it with Lori anymore when she says that, but apparently not the other way around. <laughs> um, but yeah, we won't discuss you, that. You got that right. I got that right. Yeah. So he's much more respectful of that little boundary. You'll, you'll, yes. you'll get there. You, you gotta, you gotta unwind. You gotta do stuff. But I, I, I hear you with the, you know, let me just say it. Let me just get it off my chest and say it. And then uh, we'll stick it in Evernote and talk about it tomorrow. Right. Exactly. Or put it on a, on a sticky note on the whiteboard, not done. Talk about it a little bit tomorrow. Half done. done. If Alan still doesn't agree with Laurie, <laughs> it stays Is at half, half done, done till he agrees. And then it my goes computer into- screen could be covered with sticky notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing that happens, too, when you have adult kids. We're then bringing them into it. And if they're ever over, we're like, listen, this is the story. This is what we're doing. This is what mommy wants, and this is what daddy wants. What do you think? And then it depends on how, how what kind of mood they're in because sometimes they, they they don't mind taking sides, and other times they're like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to take sides here. We have to spend the rest of the day together. Yeah, but it's all about who loves or who do they love. Who do- <laughs> I, th- I thought it would be about what – what did mom make us for dinner, dinner today? And do I really like it? If I don't like it that much, I could be on dad's side. If it's really good, I could be on mom's side. That's true. That's- exactly. Or as far as Alicia goes, well, daddy, I need daddy to have patience for three hours and tutor me in math tonight. So I'm going to agree with daddy. <laughs> with daddy. Exactly. That's how it works. So um, what business books, if any, are you guys reading right now? So um, the Book that I have come across about a few months ago is The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Uh, yes. I think there was a, a webinar just done um, with John Lee Dumas and and the book and everything just today. It is amazing. Uh, the book really changed my life uh, in some ways because this whole time period has been pretty stressful because not only losing my job, starting this business – and uh, my parents live here and they're elderly and I have to keep running back and forth and helping them. So it's been a, extremely stressful and getting up early, like in a routine and doing uh, the suggestions, the savers uh, that are suggested in the book has really kept my stress level down. So that's one thing that I really strongly recommend uh, people to get into. And that goes along with there is a community on Facebook of like-minded people into uh, the Miracle Morning. And there's like 20,000 people in the community and they're all supportive of each other, all working on the journey together in a positive way. So I really, really strongly uh, suggest that. And the other book that I'm reading, it's a little bit off, uh, but it's something that I really enjoy. It's Mindfulness by Joseph Goldstein. Uh, I know I, Joseph Goldstein. I not know. I read Joseph Goldstein. So I'm reading his book on mindfulness because I'm a long-term meditator, and uh, it's a great book. So those are the books that I'm reading. What about you, Lori? I am reading – I wish I could remember the names now. I forgot. But I'm really good at reading parts of books, putting it down, picking up another book. So I'm reading several at once. I'm reading uh, 10X, who oh – yeah, I forget who that's by again. And the other, the next book, and Alan, you might remember the author Essentialism. So I'm only like 20, 30 pages into that. I do recently, since I've started podcasting, I'm doing a lot more of listening to other podcasts and the reading that I do has a lot to do with my business work. So I'm not really heavy duty thick into reading business books. 
Very interesting. Yeah, we we started listening to podcasts and and went, wow, this is like a whole new super world. And we've turned on a bunch of people, not only to our podcast, but onto onto so many different podcasts. Right. So now that you've been working together for three and a half minutes. um, (laughs) (laughs) About that. About that. No, well, no, nine months or about that since since you exactly. launched, started to launch, birth, 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 no, conceived, conceived the podcast, conceived the podcast, <laughs> then birthed it nine birthed months later. Nine months later, if you could give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would that be? The piece of advice that I would suggest is to surround yourself with like-minded individuals that will bring you up. Um, if you know the the famous quote by Jim Rohn that said that you're the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. Yep. So it's about that. It really is so true because if you surround yourself with people who are negative, they're just going to bring you down and they're going to say, they're going to be the naysayers. They're going to be the haters. Uh, they're going to tell you, you can't do it. Uh, really. You need to surround yourself with the people who are going to say you go for it. That's that's so some true. great advice. Yeah. And that we kind of live by that as well. We I mean, years ago when we went into business for ourselves, we had to start moving away from some friends that were dragging us down. Oh, you can't do it. You can't do this. You can't do that. Well, you know what? Yes, we can. And we have. So you do have to keep reevaluating your friends. And then you have long term friends that okay, you know what, I can hang out with you at certain times and I can and I can do certain things with you, but I can't make a majority of my time hanging out with you because you're not succeeding in the same things that I want to succeed in, so not worth hanging out with. Certainly. Certainly. So excellent advice. I think uh, our listeners would do well to uh, take that. I think so. Yeah. We've, we've heard it all the time. Um no, I'm doing number seven. You're doing number I'm seven? I'm doing number seven. Do you want to do, go, go ahead. Do I want to do seven. Fine, do seven. Okay. Wait a second. Where's my, uh, where is it? Where is I know, it? I know, Barry, it must be a question about breastfeeding. No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I did want to ask one question because, and no, it's not breastfeeding. It's, although that's what you do. That, that's not what you teach. No. Okay. So we, we, we. Jokingly and kiddingly went from conceiving your podcast to birthing your podcast. But what I want to know is where was it conceived? You know that there is, it's so interesting because I cannot tell you the exact moment that that happened. (laughs) And it's true. And it's kind of like conceiving a baby. You don't know exactly the time that it happened. But it's it's so true in that I knew I wanted to do something else and I was looking for a business that could pretty much be evergreen, that it could be that I could take it wherever I went. If Alan and I retired, I didn't have to figure out how to start up another business because when I moved from New York to Arizona, I had to start my own childbirth education business again and doula business again. So we wanted to be able to move or go anywhere where we wanted. And I was trying to think of what it is that I could do. And I, I just honestly didn't know. And one day I was just looking around on the computer and this is exactly how it happened. And I, there was something about a WordPress and I was trying to like get excited about doing my blog again. And then on one of the WordPress sites, they, I then clicked on 
an advertisement or a testimonial of someone from who, who did this WordPress. They were selling some WordPress program. And there was a testimonial from John Lee Dumas. And I pressed on his uh, testimonial. And then I was a little curious about him. So then I Googled him. And then I learned about Entrepreneur on Fire. And then I learned about podcasting. And that's kind of how it happened. And I thought I could do a podcast. What could I do a podcast about? Well, I'm very involved in mothers and babies and breastfeeding. And so I just kind of let that ruminate for a couple of months. And then I, when I had an opportunity, I was following John Lee Dumas. Then he had an opening in one of his mastermind groups. And that's really where it began. I connected with him. I was in his Fire Nation Elite group for a long time. And that's when we started like, well, who's your avatar? Who's your ideal client? And I started to do all of that, that work. And that's basically how I came up with the idea. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. John has launched a lot of podcasts. We we learned a lot from him as well. That's right. It's amazing. Yes. So so now let's, I'm sorry that I had to digress, but I just had that question and I thought it was amusing in my head. Uh, And it turned out to be a really good question. So (laughs) Catherine gave me a look. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What's the matter? You don't think that was a good question? No, I, 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 I always fear where he's going. Like if it's not on the paper, you don't know what he's going to say. Exactly. I always fear what direction he's going and, and where he's taking us. So I, I have a filter. It's a, li- it's a little filter. Us. They, <laughs> they do. Us. do. Well, do you have a filter, Alan, or is it, is it brain to mouth and that's it? Uh, you know, as I get older, I'm starting to lose my filter a little bit. <laughs> I, I hear you. That's the same with me. And I keep getting <laughs> flicked in the head. Catherine goes, don't do that. Okay. So move, moving along, let's let's go to the fun questions here, uh, what we like to call the food round. So what is either your favorite meal to cook together or your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Lori? Alan and I are vegetarians, and our favorite restaurant is – they've had several name changes, but in Phoenix, it's called The Loving Hut – and there is one dish there. It always sounds so crazy because when you're vegetarian, then you're calling things meat dishes. But I can't be responsible for it. But there's a really good dish called New York chicken that is like my absolute favorite there. And it's what I they have a whole menu of other stuff. And when we go with a large group of people, I get to try other things. But when it's just Alan and I, that's just what I get. And there's a loving hut up here on the North Shore. And they make awesome soups, curry soups. They're just to die for. They're just so great. Alan, you realize you just said the North, the North Shore. Shore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> of course. You could take the boy out of Long Island. But you can't take the Long Island out of the boy. <laughs> he meant the north, uh, the north side of Phoenix. <laughs> you see, well, you, you see, Alan, like I told Alan before we started, the one, the only one rule I had was don't contradict me. And then so when he said North Shore, I wasn't going to say anything. That's <laughs> what we're here for. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and and the final question is red, white, or beer? I like dark beer. My favorite. White. Excellent. Well, good. And that, that, that takes care of the main questions. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break here to hear from our sponsors, and we will be right back. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, if you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? 
don't even have the foggiest clue, then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com. Unless you're driving, then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. And our next segment of the show is the pet peeve of the day. Catherine, would you like to introduce our pet peever? Lori's going to pet peeve. I don't know why we always do this, introduce the pet peever. Just say our guests are going to pet peeve and Lori's going to pet peeve because she's got one. Well, welcome back to the show. And today, Lori is going to pet peeve for us. So... (laughs) Share her pet peeve. Okay. I okay. think we got our, our script down. Yeah, we'll get it wrong next time. Probably. Laurie, tell us about your pet peeve. My pet peeve, and this uh, totally is pun intended because my pet peeve is about pets. I, in my day work, I go to people's homes for home visits and I often run across pets who are barking, licking, jumping on me while I'm trying to work with a mom and baby. And so I find it very difficult. They're kind of in my equipment. They're jumping on my scale. They're leaving cat hairs, dog hairs. So about three years ago, I implemented when when I go to a, a home visit, I have instructions that I send them on how to prepare for the consult. And so I just added one or two lines please secure pets in another room during our home visit. And that has helped tremendously. So if you're having people over your house and especially, I mean, I I totally understand it, Laura, you've, you've got a brand brand new baby. You've got a sterile situation. You've got, I know the equipment, because as I said, my sister was a lactation consultant for years. It ain't cheap. And anybody who comes to your house, you, you want to have that courtesy of, you know, we have cats and, and one's incredibly crazy, but if, if the situation calls for it, she gets put away. She has her own little room with her own little stuff, and that's the deal. And we always do ask if anybody's allergic when they come in the house. That's true. That's true. So that might be something to say. Also, just tell them you're allergic. Lie to them. Nah. Well, yeah, and you know what? A lot of when I, that when I would complain about it, that's what the family members would say, and I'd be like, "Oh, I hate lying." I the thing is, I would just think that if you ask someone nicely, that they would put their pet away, but. Uh, but actually, lots of times people don't because they will then say, oh, he's really harmless. He just bark for a few minutes and then he'll go lay down. He just wants to smell you. And and people are a lot forgiving and they think that their pets really don't do things that the pets actually really do. So instead of lying that I'm allergic to them or anything, I really I just put that in and I literally get like about 99 percent compliance. So it's made my life a lot easier. Well, that's good. Very good. And there's your pet peeve of the day. Woohoo! So I want to thank you guys, Lori and Alan, for taking the time out to uh, to be on our show, to be interviewed by us. Lori, Alan, tell us, uh, tell our listeners, because I got it all here on a list, and it's all going to be on the show notes page. 
for our listeners, but how can they get in touch with you, especially here in Phoenix, if you are, um, if you are expecting a child, which our business partner for our other company, his wife is expecting in what, three weeks, something like that, something like that. So, uh, if you're expecting, if you're in Phoenix or not, because now you're going to have it online, how do, how do our listeners get in touch with you? They can go to aabreastfeeding.com to find out how to get local help. And they can go to allaboutbreastfeeding.biz for all the information about online. I do prenatal Skype consults. And there you can get all my info on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And Alan, do you have anything else to add to that? You're the Um, techie person now. Nope, that's it. Uh, that's you can just get to our site, aabreastfeeding.com or allaboutbreastfeeding.biz. That's our new website. And I do have one last thing, if you don't mind. Sure. We don't I mind. know you guys are science fiction fans. Yes, Go we Star are. Wars. Go uh, Star Wars. We've, we've got our tickets at IMAX, the biggest IMAX theater in Arizona. We have it set for December twentieth. Reserve seats. We are we're set to go. Super psyched. <laughs> what? Oh, you- you know what? One other thing I forgot to add, actually, something so important, the All About Breastfeeding podcast. That's so just exactly what I was, iTunes. I was just going to ask you that, how they could find your, your podcast. Is the podcast on your website as well? Yes, it is. You just need to look up All About Breastfeeding on iTunes. And it's allaboutbreastfeeding.biz slash podcast. Perfect. Perfect. Beautiful. For those people that are on Android and Windows phones. Right. It's go. on Stitcher Radio also. Fantastic. Well, guys, thank you so much. We had a blast here. We I don't think we've laughed this hard on an interview in a long in time. A long time. So thank you guys so much, and You're good welcome. luck with uh, with the webinars and everything. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly. Together at together two four seven dot net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsor's links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.